listening to the audio-only version of American RVer, created from the video podcast. If you'd like to see the video podcast of the show, go to www.americanrveer.com and click on the RSS feed button to subscribe to the show or the link on the homepage to watch it with your browser. We hope you enjoy this month's show. On this webisode of American RVer, we find a small town at the mouth of a large river. The river is the Cape Fear, and the town is Southport, North Carolina. Peggy talks with Randy Jones, director of tourism for the city. In our tech tips segment, I learn all about storage tricks for tools. And on Friends Across America, you'll meet new-time RVers Hank and Lily Corbett. So sit back and enjoy this edition of American RVer. On this month's feature segment for American RVer, we are in Southport, North Carolina. Now, if you don't know where Southport is, if you go down to the bottom of the state and you look at where the little point of land points out into the sea, Southport's right down in there. So it's just above Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and just below Wilmington, North Carolina. With me today is Randy Jones, and he is the Director of Tourism for the City of Southport. Thanks for coming today, Randy. Yeah, Peggy, thank you. Welcome to Southport. Thank you very much. It's a great day in January, and we're in short sleeves and we're shorts. We're in shorts. This, it's, is this is amazing. We're, you know, as they say, it's a Chamber of Commerce day. That's right. Absolutely. 365 days of sunshine. Amen. Okay. Amen. Well, in Southport, there's lots of historic things. There's lots of things to do today. There's lots of shopping. Let's start right here with this tree right behind us, which is part of the history of Southport. Tell me about it, Randy. Well, great. This is what we call our Indian trail tree. This is estimated to be anywhere from 500 to 800 years old. Whew. Legend has it, Peggy, that this tree, when it was a young sapling, the local Cape Fear Indians bent it down uh, to point to the local fishing grounds that mm. were the most active. And to this date, they still are. If you point mm. right where it's pointing, it's probably one of the most active fishing areas we still have. And as I say, it's, it's estimated to be 500 to 800 years old. Yeah, and it's kind of fun because uh, I grew up here in Southport and I can remember being a little kid actually playing on the tree. As you see now, it's roped off because uh, they're saying we need time for the uh, different roots and everything to kind of have people not walk on it and to kind of have time to mm -hmm. still continue to grow, and to have another 500 right. years old. But I can remember climbing the tree and as you look at it, there's a, as it's bent over, there's a small hole that kind of goes over it. Mm -hmm. I can actually remember fitting through that hole. <laughs> Okay, that was a long time that ago, wasn't it? That was a few years ago. <laughs> okay, some of the other things in Southport, you look behind us, you see this beautiful view of the water and a, a bridge or walkway that goes out. Tell me about that. That is our river walk. Uh, we have, from our waterfront, you can start at our local fishing pier. It's a public pier where we welcome everybody to come out and catch some of our local fish. Okay. You can start there, and, and it's an actual walkway that goes the whole length of our waterfront. Okay, and the walking trail will tell you all about the history of Southport. Exactly, which is one of the advantages. Uh, as I said, I'm the Director of Tourism for the City of Southport, and we like to welcome everybody here, but yeah. one of the things we have is a historic walking tour, which is available to kind of give you not only an idea of the history of the town, mm -hmm. it really highlights each of the buildings and everything, but it really is a way to learn about our region because it talks about the river walk and all the different things that go on mm -hmm. here. Okay, well let's take a walk down towards well, Let's go that towards the river walk. walk. Okay. Well Randy, as we walk along the river walk, I think about ecotourism and what are some of the things in Southport that people could do if they want to get out on the water or get into nature? 
well, we've got a lot of great things here. We've got everything from kayak rentals. We've got different sailboats. We've got different things that'll get you actually on the water right, here. Right, there's a nice marina down uh, there this way. A wonderful marina yacht basin that has so much access to people to really get a chance and learn about nature, really mm -hmm. get in their touchy-feely type deal where they and, can... And are there some little creeks and things people can there go really up to are. with One good thing about our area here, it's so well marked. We've got really a lot of people that have come here to give us maps, uh, if it's kayak mm -hmm. maps, if it's... We have a great bird watching map oh, now for great. the area that's just been published. So people have really taken the time to identify everything and, and make it accessible to the public. So we've been really lucky with that. Yeah. And it's all, all out and about, so it's just kind of... Uh, gathering all the information and planning a great trip. Yeah, it's the best of all worlds because you've got this kind of weather in January. Amen. Okay, let's continue on, Randy. Well, Randy, after all that walking, I need to take sit down for a deep breath. <laughs> take a deep breath and take it all in. This is absolutely gorgeous. It is. It's so funny because when I always say when people come in the visitor center, one of the first things they ask when they walk in the door is, okay, we're in Southport, what are we supposed to do? <laughs> I usually tell them, go to our waterfront, Take a moment, take a deep breath, and just relax and take it all yeah. in, and the yeah. rest just happens. Yeah. What are we looking at out here in terms of bodies of water? Well, this is one of the few places you'll actually see three bodies of water meet. Hmm. You've got the Intercoastal Waterway, mm -hmm. the Cape Fear River, and the Atlantic Ocean all meeting into one. Wow. So and, I, and you can take a ferry ride across from Southport over to Fort, Fort Fisher. Fisher. And that's a great place. Fort Fisher has the North Carolina Aquarium mm -hmm. and the Fort Fisher National Park. So a lot of things to see over there, but actually when you come back into this direction, at the time you come into the Fort Fisher Ferry Landing, at that point you'll see what is called the Price's Creek Lighthouse. You can actually see three different lighthouses at once, mm. the Ballhead Lighthouse and the Oak Island Lighthouse. So it's the only time you can actually see three lighthouses right. at once. So anybody's interested in seeing lighthouses in the area, this is one place where you can check you can three of those off of your list all in one time. three off your list all in one time. <laughs> okay, so I come to Southport, I've taken a deep breath, I've taken it all in, I'm enjoying the weather. I'm hungry. You're hungry. Well, that's <laughs> it. That's one advantage, Peggy, about Southport. I like to say we're a phenomenal day trip because you can plan to come in here and spend the day. You can do everything from getting a great meal. We have really diverse restaurants in Southport. We've got great seafood, obviously because of the water. Mm -hmm. But then we have some great mom and pop diners and uh, we have a pub here that's really good. And then we probably have one of the best Thai restaurants you're gonna find mm -hmm. on the East Coast. Mm -hmm. So we've got real diverse restaurants okay. and we like to say we have a little bit of something for everybody mm -hmm. when it comes to food. And um, I think that's always a good part of a, a trip to a town is judging by and, the food. And they're easy to get to. Very because easy. Because Southport is a nice, compact downtown area. Exactly. We like to think Southport's a place you can park your RV <laughs> and kind of walk the whole town. And we, we right. like to think we're very user-friendly right. when it comes to walking. Right. Now, you were telling me earlier about the uh, Maritime Museum. Tell me about that. The Maritime Museum is part of the North Carolina Maritime System. And it really does a lot on the local history in the southeastern region. It talks about our pirates, our fishing that went on in the area. It, it's a really good way to learn about exactly what you're seeing here in our rivers and oceans. So it's a, a great time to go visit our, and learn about our history. Mm -hmm. And then one more thing, of course, there's shopping. Shopping. Southport is known for? Uh, shopping and <laughs> antiques. There we go. We always say, as, as we talked about earlier, Peggy, we were talking about our um, what we call our historic tour. 
Well, we also have a great merchant map in the visitor mm. center. And as we hand out the people, we like to call that our credit card tour. <laughs> because it is, it's kind of hard to walk around and see these wonderful antiques and specialty stores. We have some right. great clothing stores and a lot of little odds and ends you're going to find. And great way to kind of... And if of, you're an RVer, you don't have to buy a big antique because you don't have enough room for that. But there might be something little that you'd like to keep as a memento from Southport. Exactly. Thanks for joining us today, Randy, and we're going to enjoy the rest of the day here well, in Peggy, Southport. Well, Peggy, thank you, and please come visit Southport, and anytime we can you know, say welcome to people, we love to. Excellent. Thanks, Randy. Thank you. Want to learn more about Southport, North Carolina? Go to their website at www.cityofsouthport.com. Coming up, our tech tip deals with tools and tool storage in your RV. Hi, we're here with uh, Dave Ostrander and we're talking about uh, tools and when you're full-time you need some tools because uh, generally you need to uh, know a little bit about what you're doing as far as yeah. the systems go and uh, Dave you've got a nice selection of tools here. Well, I'm, I'm very fortunate uh, I do I think probably I have more than you actually really need <laughs> but uh, I'm kind of a gadget freak and so I've got some really nice tools I've got a full set of screwdrivers all kinds of pliers uh, socket sets uh, you name it meter uh, drills I got I have a uh, Makita uh, drill and just and things that you need around the house that mm -hmm. you need around the coach. Now you've got this uh, this little carrier on the top here. This, and this, this is, is what? What do we use that for? Well, this is kind of a handy little thing. It's actually for fishing, but what I've done with it is it's four plastic boxes, and every guy has got his nut and bolt and screw drawer. Right. Well, that's what I've converted into this, and what I have in here is I have the screws, and then I have the uh, some electrical stuff, and on the other side, I have some tie wraps and some plumbing stuff for hoses and things like that, all in one nice condensed little package. And very easy to get to, and um, like you say, you know where they are when you need them. There you go. <laughs> that's a problem a lot of times. You, you know, you don't know where your parts and tools are and things like that, but you've got it pretty much under control here. Right, and the place to probably look for this kind of thing is in the fishing area. That, okay. uh, these, these, uh, that's where you find them in Wally World or whatever, but mm -hmm. uh, there's some nice little fit tackle boxes that adapt real easy to the lifestyle. Now what about other things that you need, such as chemicals, uh, like sprays and lubricants? Um, do you have like a separate bin that you put all those in and keep them together? Actually, this, I have a slide out on this, which is a nice feature. It, is, it slides uh, in and out easily, and on the other side of it, that I can access from the other side of the coach, right. I have a box of lubricants, WD-40, uh, silicons, and all of those things for those mm -hmm. times when you need those things. Well, sounds great. Well, uh, <clears throat> make sure you're a little bit uh, oriented to being able to repair things when you're an RVer, but uh, if you have some tools, you can fix almost anything, so you have to have tools while you're on the road. Thanks, Dave, for being here. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Next on Friends Across America, you'll meet new-time RVers Hank and Lily Corbett. In this Friends Across America segment, we have met Hank and Lily Corbett, and they're from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. Okay, you're fairly new to RVing. Yes. How new are you? We had a fifth wheel, and we did that for probably six or eight months, and then about a month ago, we bought the, the motorhome. We bought a Diplomat. Mm-hmm. And uh, is there anything that now after a month or so, anything you wish you'd known before you bought this? 
Uh, yes, quite a bit. <laughs> I've learned a lot. You're learning uh, something every day, aren't right. you? <laughs> I've learned an awful lot um, in the repair shop. I mean, you know, just talking to the different people, learned a lot of things that different things. I wish things I had done mm -hmm. differently. But. Lily, I know you have a couple of dogs that you guys travel with. What's that like traveling with uh, animals? They're really good, and we found that all the RV camps that we, sites we went to were um, pet friendly. So mm -hmm. it was really nice. You just have to keep them on a leash and right. pick up, pick up after them. Yeah, but everybody needs to do that. Pick up after your pets. The only yeah. place we had a hard time was here at the service center. They didn't let pets with you, except oh. you know, on the campsite. Sure, absolutely. Now, you just took a trip to uh, Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. Tell me about that trip. We started off in, uh, from Chattanooga, and we went to, um, uh, down through Texas. Went down through Interstate 10. We learned that's, that's kind of the long way around, isn't it? Yeah, we were, we stopped so, um, uh, El Paso and San Antonio and went several places. Went to Galveston. Went to Galveston. It was really nice because we got to stay right on the beach, and um, mm -hmm. that was really nice because they allowed the dogs to go on the beach. You know, oh, really? So you walk camp. out of your coach and you're on the beach, right there. That was uh, we learned to stay yeah. off I-10. That's not a highway to be on. Very oh, rough. Really? Very rough. And a lot of construction, a lot of brick walls, and when you're first learning how to drive, it's like, <laughs> stay away from the brick walls. And how was Vegas? Well, how did you find that? Well, I've been there a lot. It's flying in, but this is the first time that we've been in there with a the motorhome. Yeah, I hear there are a lot of nice RV parks well, there. Well, we, the one we, we stayed at. at the two nicest one. The nicest one is called Oasis. Uh-huh. And it's like a luxury hotel. I mean, you go in, and there's like a big room where they have, let's see, a theater, a golf course, two swimming pools. They had live bands, free dinner. Wow. Um, you was, didn't even need to go into town to gamble. You could just stay right there. Well, and they have even a had a few vacation. little machines there on the. Yeah. On oh, the they lot. even had yeah. machines on the site. Well, I think and they got machines you up everywhere. And take <laughs> you down, down if you wanted. Okay, to, so you so. didn't even have to drive once you got there. No, you didn't need your car. So. Oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. It was a really nice place. And I know you're anxious to get home now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you're also considering going full timing. We are. We've looked into escapees, which we've met three people here, and we're kind of excited about it. We're ready to go home and sell the house and get on the road. <laughs> All right, it sounds like you're both committed to it, so that mm -hmm. that's going to make it fun. work. Met a lot of nice yeah. people. Very nice people. Okay. Yeah, and it's been great. Even though we're at a repair center right now, it still, still been has fun. been a lot of fun. But it's been fun. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for joining me today, and we'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.